welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Barron, Editor-in-Chief of Lifestyle Frisco, and today I'm sitting with Maureen Bevel. She is the owner of Dwell Yoga Studio, also an instructor in West Frisco, coming up on her one-year anniversary this October, which is a huge deal for any entrepreneur. So there's lots of successful things and moments we want to talk about, dig into your business, what makes it so special, I can attest personally. Um, but first, let's chat a little bit about you. How long have you been in Frisco? Well, I have been in Frisco for almost 16 years now. Goodness. Uh, I started on the east side of Frisco, moved over to the west side, and had our babies over here. And so Frisco's home. Frisco's home now for sure. And how many kids do you have? I have two girls. They yeah. are 12 and 9. And super into volleyball, right? Yes, we are in the volleyball, volleyball world. Family. We are committed. Yeah. Our volleyball family, for you sure. You are definitely a volleyball family, I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So what's your background? How did you become a yoga enthusiast and instructor? Well, I've always had a wellness uh, background. I uh, went to school up in Denton, uh, to UNT and TWU, and got degrees in nutrition, and did my master's in health promotion worked at the Cooper Clinic after that, so I was always in that arena. Um, started working for a company that we created um, corporate wellness programs for employees and offered those throughout the country. And um, I was fortunate um, when my first daughter was born to be able to work from home as a content writer and program developer. And in that time is where I fell into a yoga class and loved it. It was kind of my time away, my moment, my hour to catch my breath. Um, and I guess that's what really started it around that same time. Um, it was a blessing in disguise, but I um, was about to deliver my second daughter. And um, that door for my content writing was shut. Um, and in that space, which was great, um, I saw maybe the opportunity for something new, um, yeah. which was getting into training um, to become a yoga instructor, which I never thought I would do. My mom was a yoga <laughs> instructor, um, a fitness instructor my whole life, and wow. it just, leading up to it was not something that was me. Right. right. I, yeah. Um, I could never. No way. No. Yeah. I, I wanted to be the student. I didn't want to be the instructor. <laughs> I just wanted to go savor that time. Um, but right. God had other plans and started nudging me into um, a teacher training program after I went to a holy yoga um, class down in Dallas several years ago. And that was that was what started, I guess. I want to hear more journey. about that. So I have to say, I just have to pause and acknowledge that you and I are friends. We've got a relationship outside of this podcast moment we're having. And so I've heard the beautiful story about your experience going to that holy yoga um, event. Yeah. And I know that it inspired you deeply. And so please share about that. I want everybody to hear that. Well, um, I had just kind of started this new yoga journey myself, just being a student and mm -hmm. just kind of learning what it was all about. And I had seen a poster um, I was in Luke's Locker, and they had a poster at the time for this holy yoga experience that they were offering in Dallas. And I thought, well, this is something my mom and I could do together. As I mentioned, she was a yoga instructor, and um, I was curious, like, what is holy yoga even? And so I went home, right. I looked it up, and was intrigued, this idea of incorporating 
faith with yoga. And so I called my mom. I was like, do you want to come up? Because at the time, she did not live in Frisco, which she does now. And do you want to come up and do this with me? And she said, yes, let's go. So um, not thinking it was going to be as a big of deal as it was, we drove down Friday night, got stuck in traffic, kind of walked into this yoga class, and it was packed. It was wall to wall, probably a couple hundred people in there. The lights were dim. There was candlelight um, lighting all through the room. They had live worship going on on the stage. And I was just, you know, I knew I was walking into something special, but I didn't know what. Yeah. So we found a little corner, you know, rolled our mats down and sat down and was um, just blown away, really. I, I had that moment that I see now in my students' faces sometimes after coming and experiencing a holy yoga or a faith-based class for the first time. It's like they sit up and that in their face you can see what just happened. Yeah. You know, they're wondering what just happened. And it blew me away. And it was the way they incorporated the alignment of your body with the alignment of your heart, with yeah. the alignment of your mind, and this meditation of your heart right and the meditation of the word and, and really incorporating that into your physical presence mm -hmm. it was a it was a mind body worship and so i left there and just couldn't get it out of my head mm -hmm. so i was looking for classes in the area found one at the time that was down in carrollton recruited some friends you know to go down there with me and they would say well why don't you teach something like this and I was like, no, no, <laughs> not me. Nope. I want to be the student. I, I'm not an instructor. There's no, no fiber in me <laughs> that is instructor worthy. And it just coming, kept coming up over and over. Um, the instructor at the time, the Holyoke instructor I was taking classes with, would ask, have you ever thought of being an instructor? No, 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 <laughs> I don't want to be an instructor. You know, um, so after you know, all of these kind of questions and nudgings and some yeah. introspection, I decided, okay, I'm going to pursue this, right? Um, and still in that, not feeling totally worthy or um, qualified, perhaps, to yeah. be an instructor, I just knew there was a reason for the prompt. So I was trying to be obedient in that, and I went through the training. Um, and then I came out of that and, you know, recruited some friends to come be my students. And I started <laughs> leading classes in my backyard. Oh, wow. We would do sunset sessions. So that's brave to get sunset started Sunset and sunrise sessions. Because um, I needed the practice, you know, I needed sure. to just start to feel comfortable teaching. Mm -hmm. um, did that for a while. Um, started teaching in a studio. Did that for... A year, year and a half, mm -hmm. and then the prompting started again. You know, to, <laughs> well, and that's where I met you was yeah. where you were teaching previously, yeah. and that was my first introduction to the idea of holy yoga or Christian Christ-centered yoga, and aligning your spiritual development and your time with the Lord with this beautiful strength and you know peace-filled you know class mm -hmm. and. Um, and I've got, I've been, it's a privilege. I've gotten to see this journey of you having been teaching in a studio and then feeling prompted and led to open your own. And I just can't wait for you to share that no, with everyone now. You. So keep going. Well, um, so I guess that was about two years ago mm -hmm. um, that 
just this idea of having a space dedicated to classes that were Christ-centered, mm -hmm. meaning that they are centered in scripture, right? The intention for every class is rooted in the word. Um, the music, it's worshipful, it's encouraging. Mm -hmm. um, the meditation, it's that deep rest where you have an opportunity to allow your spirit to speak to your mind, mm -hmm. right? To take take that intention, take that word, and let it take root, mm -hmm. right? You need that quiet rest to be able to allow that to happen. Um, mm -hmm. So just the idea of creating a space for people to have that. Yeah. And um, for me, in creating Dwell, that was the mission, to create a space for people can come and they can have their own connection with the Lord. Like, we're providing the space, I like to say, we set the table, but then it's, it's up to the individual how they want to use that time on their mat, but at least to create the opportunity for them to have that stillness, to, to listen, to pray, however they want to use it. Um, mm -hmm. And just using the studio for that. So every class, you know, that is there, whether it's a restorative, a gentle, a true, take a pause kind of class to a sweaty, energetic class, you will get those elements in everyone. And so I kept just feeling prompted to create that space. And um, it was scary, yeah. you know, I felt, I felt my spirit speaking that to me and then the conflict was me saying no. Totally. Once again, oh. I'm not qualified, yeah. right? I am not, um, this is not Lord who I think that I am, but yet it was in my head and in my spirit, yes, you are, right? And I kept feeling, if I don't do this, I'll always regret it. Because right. I knew it, this was not my desire. <laughs> this was a desire he was putting in my heart. And so I have just, over the years, learned to just be obedient to that. And even in the fear, say yes. And God will work out the details. And he did all along the way for that next year, um, working out the details and preparing me and taking me step by step and bit by bit and breath by breath, you know, one breath at a time. And yeah. Um, last October, we opened the doors. I know. Yeah, we created Dwell um, almost a year ago. Where is it located? We are in West Frisco off of Legacy Drive um, on Avon Lane, which is just south of uh, Wakeland High School. Mm -hmm. And um, we are in a unique little um, business park. It seems to be a lifestyle, health-oriented business park. I've noticed There's, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we're off the street, so um, we're back there, and it's the perfect space, I, I believe. Just yeah. a quaint, um, boutique-style sanctuary. Right. That's a good description because I am a member. I'm, I love this space. You walk in, and it's just even the, the color scheme and the the way you've decorated it and the merchandise that you have, everything is the same tone and feel, and it's just peaceful. The second mm -hmm. I walk in and there's so much love and it's just yeah. a precious space and, and really pretty, yeah. you know? And yeah, thank you. So what else sets you apart? Because you have a sauna room, correct? You wanna share about yeah. that? Yeah. That's a cool little add-on. We your, do, we have mm -hmm. um, the sauna room and it's independently operated mm -hmm. and um, it's a, two-person 
infrared sauna, mm -hmm. so people can book a private session. Um, it's its own little sanctuary, if yeah. we're using that word. It's a, it's a nice place to get away, but infrared has so many health benefits. Yeah, it does. Um, and just having that detoxifying deep sweat. So that's an opportunity to, um, to use that. We have uh, Pilates Reformer, so lots of our members book individual sessions. And the reason we brought that in, um, because I wanted to have an offering for, for everyone, right? And yoga can be a little intimidating, mm. um, but there's so many benefits to doing it. Mm -hmm. And as an instructor, I would see people would come in either, perhaps they've been inactive for a long time, and it's, it's a struggle just to get up from your mat to for standing sure. yeah. and to come back down. Um, and so I wanted to have an opportunity for those people, perhaps to develop some core strength, just to strengthen their body so that they could come into a class, a group class, and be strong enough to start participating. Um, people who have had injuries, um, kind of working through some chronic conditions that Pilates is a, just, I believe, a really gentle approach to coming back into your body because it puts very little strain on the joints. Um, yeah. while developing strength. So it's, it's kind of its own gateway, right, for, for people to get into a class. And then others just love the strength building and the lengthening that happens on the reformer. Sure. So um, that was kind of the idea of bringing that in as one of our offerings. You have a lot then, of interesting class types and camps. I mean, I've really been impressed by how you've sort of, you do, I believe, have something for every level. Yeah. Um, and then classes that are for any level. And so it's really interesting. Um, what are some of the newer classes or things that you have you could share about? Um, well, we are going to put a format, um, a 75-minute class format for some of the classes starting this fall. Um, and the idea behind that is to give that extended deep rest. Ah. So um, a 60 minute practice with a 15 minute Shavasana at the end. Nice. Um, oh, that's always the time where you're like, please don't bother me. I just <laughs> want to lay here a little longer. So yeah. that would provide for that. It provides for that. And I think it goes back to why we do what we do mm. and what perhaps makes us a little different. Um, I know, and for me personally, I can attest, when I first came onto my yoga mat, it was because I was, um, I was seeking a physical transformation. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right, and I enjoyed that time away. And I think that's true for a lot of people. You're, you know, you want that to be your workout, mm -hmm. but then you, start practicing and you realize there's a much deeper connection when you start to move the body in that way, um, the connection with your spiritual being and your emotional being. And I've been kind of diving into um, some research by Dr. Carolyn Leaf over the summer and just the power of the mind, the power to um, take hold of your thoughts, mm -hmm. right? Taking those thoughts captive, and in doing so, allowing your body to have periods of deep rest. Mm. And they're saying anywhere from, like, I believe it's six to fifteen minutes a day, helps that process where you can actually change the DNA structure of your mind. It changes your thoughts, right? And the yoga 
we come to it for the physical part perhaps in the beginning but that is the intro to the second part right which is the, the meditation it is the deep rest the yoga right when we think of yoga it's the physical but there's other parts to that yeah and I think we're doing a disservice if we make it all about the physical and send people on their way and only giving them maybe a two or three minute rest at the end of the practice. Wow. When research is showing, you know, take the opportunity for deep rest, using the deep rest for meditation, for just that introspective look, for allowing, like I said, your spirit to speak to your mind, for allowing new thoughts and positive thoughts and the meditations of your mind to take hold because that's when change happens. Right, so it's hard that's when hard. you're at home to take that time, right? Oh, yeah. And your mind's not wandering and what you have to do next. So if you can come in and move your body and release that energy mm -hmm. and and come to a space where now I can finally rest, then you know, then you have that time. So um, I'm looking forward to yeah, giving those opportunities to our clients coming in the fall. Um, We've got also coming some Sunday stretch clinics oh, for cool. our teens. I love that. You did that this summer, didn't you, with a camp? We did. Mm -hmm. We did. We offered it um, for those 13 and up. Mm -hmm. And from that, there was a, a need, you know, a lot of parent follow-up asking when can we do this again? Because the kids, especially in Frisco, are so busy, right? They mm -hmm. all are so deep into their activities and we've become a specialized um, right. sports society totally. right, with our kids that yeah. they're singular We say we're not going oriented. to, but we do it. Yeah. <laughs> right, you enjoy soccer? All right, we're gonna plunge in totally. and we're gonna play soccer 12 months a year. Yeah, I, I'm guilty. Uh -huh. Volleyball, all right, <laughs> now all we're doing is volleyball. And th from that, there's a lot of imbalance, mm -hmm. right, in the body. Um, there's the risk for injury. And there's a lot of benefits for teaching kids how to balance the body, right? To not only stretch, but to get the mental benefits, to learn to breathe, Gosh. right? To, to learn to manage that stress, not just on the court or on the field or on the stage, whatever your activity may be, but in life, right? These are life skills. Yeah. So um, we're going to start launching um, this Sunday stretch clinic. Love it. So those will be in the afternoons for kiddos. Wow. So excited about that. And then um, just getting back, I know heading into the fall, there's a lot of feedback, <laughs> lots of you know, talk yeah. with our members that they're ready to come back to yeah. themselves. Right? Tell we me about give, it. We give ourselves to our families and our yeah. kids throughout the summer months, and I'm guilty. And it almost seems like the fall is just as much of a renewal for people as January, you know, uh, going I, into a I new year. Completely, so, completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have always been impressed by your class selection. You've got something for little kids. You've got something for the teenagers. You've done some really specialized series over, you know, yeah. like in the fall or was it fall when you had, or was it in the spring when you had your teen workshop? That was incredible. We did. Yeah. yeah. We offered that. And very um, thoughtful. Like the classes you design are very thoughtful and, and intentional. I can just see it where you've really got a heart in mind for a certain group and what they may need and you can provide it. And it's really sweet. Well, before I was a studio owner, yeah, I was an instructor. Sure. And before I was an instructor, I was a participant. Yes. And 
I have seen the need mm -hmm. for a spectrum of classes, mm -hmm. right? And I know you can't be everything to everybody, and I understand that. However, one of our pillars when we got started was that we would be grace-filled. Mm -hmm. And to me, that means that everyone is welcome, regardless of their belief, regardless of their level, regardless of their age. So how does that play out in a schedule? If someone is coming in who has never practiced yoga, mm -hmm. they're coming in, they have a chronic condition, mm -hmm. where do they start? How, how do we instill in them confidence? How do we help them learn mm -hmm. to get back into their body, right? I can't throw them into a hot vinyasa, right? For one, <laughs> they don't even know what vinyasa is. Totally. I know it's not the place for them to be, so where do they go? Yeah. Um, so it was important to me to have classes for a true beginner mm -hmm. all the way up to somebody who is advanced and wants you know, to be in a hot class, an infrared powered class, we have that. But it's important for me and important for all of our instructors to have something for everybody. And um, I think we've been blessed so much by the instructors. And you do have great instructors. They all have their own gifts, which I think, mm. um, I don't, I were, I'm just, I don't know, I'm so thankful for yeah. that, right? And when I talk about God working out the details mm -hmm. and how he brought the instructors yeah. um, to dwell, I am thankful for, and I know our students are thankful for um, thinking of that. And one of our instructors in one of the classes we offer is a soul care class. Yeah, and um, just the name of that draws me. Like I just want to lay there and have my soul cared for. Like it just right. sounds really nice. Right. <laughs> so it's a class. It's sensitive to those that have perhaps had a physical trauma, an emotional trauma, and if you think about it, we have all had a physical or emotional trauma. Totally, we have. Yeah. Whether it's just managing the day-to-day -day stresses that can take an emotional um, beat down, you know, on the body. Absolutely. And then and the emotions play into the physical body and vice versa. But it creates a safe place to kind of just feel the body, to feel the emotions. Um, and so I'm really proud of that class and um, classes for those that are managing conditions. We have instructors that are trained for um, trauma. We have those that are trained for um, just specific conditions, whether mm -hmm. um, it's something perhaps they're managing scoliosis. Perhaps wow. they're mm -hmm. coming in with hip replacements, knee replacements. How do, how do they practice? What does their practice look mm -hmm. like? Um, so, wow, it's, yeah. It, yeah, so it's just important to I me mean, that we have things. I remember starting, yeah. you were my first yoga class ever. Well, maybe I had done a couple things in my twenties, but you were really my first entree into yoga and your prompts and your gentleness and that grace you speak about was so sweet. And I mean, I was doing it all wrong, really. Like, I didn't know how to do, you know, a downward dog even, like properly, right? Like, sure, I can bend over, but like, I didn't know what I was doing. And just the the gentleness that you brought, the music, the worship music, just immediately 
I just relaxed, no matter, even if, whether I knew what I was doing or not, I was able to relax because of the sweet spirit in the room. And sure, over time, of course, I began to get it. You provide such excellent prompts that are very intuitive, you know? And so then you're like, oh, now I get it. If I do it this way, I get more benefit out of it. And then that sweet time at the end, the Savasana, like I remember the very first time I went, it was this song called God Will Take Care of You. Mm, do you remember that yes. used to be in your playlist yeah. a lot? Turns out now it's got it in my daughter's playlist for their like music at home because it's such a sweet, sweet song and it's just a sweet sentiment that God will take yeah. care of you. And I remember just laying there after this class where I knew I did everything wrong, but I'd been challenged and I was just like, it was remarkable to me, the women that were in the room and what a sweet environment it was. And then this song comes on and I just, tears started to come, you know, and just, yeah. I couldn't even help it. It was like this release. And I I'm just, sure. I know that every man, woman, we all need that moment sometimes when you're racing around and mm -hmm. I don't give myself an opportunity to pause and really be introspective very much. It's not my nature to yeah, do that. Right. And so when I'm kind of forced in a way, I've put myself in a position where now I've, I have to be quiet <laughs> <laughs> for however long, you know, and you just, things happen in your yeah. spirit and in your heart that you didn't expect. Yeah, for sure. So, and it's a process, yeah. right? They talk about yoga sure. being a process because you are always coming to your mat differently right. mm -hmm. um, on any given day. Mm -hmm. Your emotions are different. Um, your hormones are different. Tell me about it. How hydrated you are, it's different. So your practice every time is going to look different. Mm -hmm. And it's being okay with that. Yeah, I you always say that all the students, time. You do. Whatever yeah. shows up on your mat today, it's, it's enough. enough. <laughs> Let it be enough. Because yeah. how often do we approach our day that way, mm -hmm. right? I it's don't. okay what yeah. shows up. Whatever emotions show up, let them show up. Yeah. Right? We hold so many emotions in our body. We hold memory all through the body, all through you know the physical structure, not mm -hmm. just in the brain. Yeah. So when we move, when we create the opening, when we create the space, and then on top of that, then you invite God in, come into the to, to the space. Right? We're not coming onto our mats to empty ourselves. Mm -hmm. We come in to open ourselves and invite God in then to do his thing, to move in and through us, however he wants. Mm -hmm. If he wants to reveal something, if he wants you to let something go, that's him. You know, we're just creating the space mm -hmm. um, to allow that to happen. And sometimes the tears flow, mm -hmm. right? And you don't even know why, right? right? And let him go, right? Just yeah. let, let it go. Let what shows up be enough. Don't judge it. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge the person next to you. Don't mm -hmm. compare. Just show up honestly, right? Mm -hmm. Our mats are a place to be vulnerable with ourselves, right? That's beautiful. Um, so throughout your class, you know, there's always um, a scripture that is the basis for the intention of the class, and maybe one, maybe more than one. But there's always a um, a thought, a heart, something that God's, you know, just bringing to the table. But I, it, as you said, it's very personal. You do, you, you have that own time to ponder and meditate on it and um, take what you can. But you are always so good at reminding us that, that whatever you've brought today is enough. Because I know every time I feel differently. It's exactly mm. what you said so yeah. beautifully that it's okay and we have to give ourselves grace. Women especially, but I'm sure men too because they have pressure as well and emotions. But women especially, there's that guilt, that shame. I, you know, wasn't enough today. I was a terrible mother 10 minutes ago and now here I am feeling bad about it. And you know, you know. Yeah. And so I just, I, I just know from personal experience that in your studio, it is, it is a grace-filled space. 
It is Christ-centered. It is authentic. It is um, peaceful. And there's a really sweet community of women and men there as well. Yeah. So I just can't say enough. Thank I could you. Just, yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the other, um, the other thing that we wanted to stand for, um, that we would be community-focused. So we're grace-filled, yes. so Christ-centered, and yeah. community-focused. And it's, mm -hmm. it's not only creating the inner community in the studio, which is important, right? Because I, um, I know I crave community. Mm -hmm. I crave to be in relationship with, um, with others that have similar interests that are like-minded um, and to support each other in that. And so my heart is that over time and in various ways, you would get to know the person that you, know, you practice next to in a more um, intimate way rather than just I practice yoga next to you, but kind of learning each other's hearts. Um, so it's creating the, the inner community, but then it's also, well, how do we affect the outer community? Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that we did when we opened was to create a partnership with Redeemed Women in Dallas. And um, the lady who founded Redeemed Women, her name is Alicia Watson, and I um, was introduced to her at a women's luncheon and she was telling the story of the women in South Dallas in Bonton mm. and just how underserved they were. And I thought, well, the community that I live in, we're part of this thing from being sure. underserved women. You right. know, we're very fortunate in our town here. And at the time when I heard her speak, I knew I wanted to have the studio, right? But I. I didn't know yet, I don't even think I had a, a, a lease yet, I didn't know where we were going to be. But I went up to her at the end and I gave her a hug and I told her like, I am in the process of opening a yoga studio and I don't know how I'm going to help you, but I'm going to. <laughs> because all I could think about is the opportunity the women have in Frisco and the lack of opportunity the women had in Bonton. Yeah. And how could we link arms and provide for them. So when we finally um, knew where we were opening, we were gonna have the space and starting to get some retail items in, we decided we're gonna give 10% back of everything that we earn through retail sales and give it back to redeemed women. Like it would be a way for us just to help from afar, right? Absolutely. Um, and so she was amazing. She came out to our grand opening mm -hmm. and she's just so inspirational, but we continue that and looking forward to um, doing that, you know, in, in the coming years. But in addition to that, we do community classes every Saturday. Um, and the purpose of that is twofold. One is I get yoga's not cheap. Right. Right. It's it's just not, you know, <laughs> paying the bills in a studio and Boutique, paying yeah, your instructors and, and for a lot of people it's an add-on. Perhaps they have a membership to a gym somewhere else or it's just not in the budget to, you know, pay for weekly yoga. So having the community classes on Saturday, they're donation based. Mm -hmm. It's give what you can. It's anonymous. There's a jar at the front and you just give what you can. Mm -hmm. And then we take 100% of that and we give it to a charity um, that we've selected for that month. So not only does it provide a way to give access 
to yoga that may um, mm -hmm. be inaccessible for some, but then it, it's the second opportunity for us to give that back in some way. So yeah. we started um, in October when we opened last year with charities that were specific to each of the instructors' hearts. Oh, nice. So um, we let, you know, um, those charities kind of blossom organically and in that created a lot of beautiful relationships with these organizations and charities and um, mm. it just continues to grow. So That's I'm, really I'm proud of that and looking forward to some other opportunities to get involved in the community going forward. I love um, your heart. Well, I am thrilled that we can share your story thank you. on the podcast you. because I think it is a very specialized, sweet space. Um, and I, I, if anyone asks me, if anyone asks me, if you if you bump into me, ask me about Dwell because I'll tell you all the wonderful things about it. But I appreciate your bravery and your courage to just take that brave step forward when the, you felt the Lord leading you in your heart and nudging you. You can do this. You can do this. And I, I understand self doubt. I have a <laughs> whole lot of it, so I, I get it. And I just admire you for taking that step and I'm sure it's a brave brave you have to show up brave every day to manage this whole new baby <laughs> that you have but yeah. I think you're doing an amazing job thank you so everybody thank needs you. to visit dwell and where can we find you online um, we have an Instagram presence Dwell okay. yoga studio um, we're on Facebook as same name dwell yoga studio and our website is dwellyogastudio.com your website's beautiful thank you all the information is there the schedule um, the, about the classes, all of that's there, correct? Yes, yeah. it's all out there. Um, you can register for classes, um, look at the schedule, look at the description of classes. Mm -hmm. um, you can look at each of the instructor's bios mm -hmm. and, and get a feel for who we are. You use the MindBody app as well, right? We do, so, yeah. yeah. So you can use the app from your phone mm -hmm. or any of your devices or just go straight um, into the website from a laptop or Perfect. phone, any of that. Well, then, of course, Dwell has invested in a business page on Lifestyle Frisco's yeah. platform. So go to lifestylefrisco.com, type Dwell, and you'll get some great content about Maureen there and her business and all the, you know, social media channels and whatnot are there. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Maureen. It was Aww. a fun moment for me thank as your you friend. Too. But I'm just, we're too. very proud that you're a partner of ours. So thanks for being here. Oh, of course. You're